Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I am so glad that we are hanging out again. Quick little administrative announcement-ish before we dive into today's short message. Tuesday's podcast, or the episode after this one, which will air on a Tuesday, but don't know when you're listening to it. The next episode after this one is going to be about the holidays and specific strategies to help you feel confident and proud of your choices during the holidays without feeling deprived, without feeling like you're missing out or being robbed of some special experience. So if that is something on your mind, do not miss the next episode after this one. Today's is going to be a little bit of kind of a an activity I'd like us to do together. Simple, but potentially very powerful. First things first, I want you to get a pen and a piece of paper or open up the notes app in your phone or a blank email that you can write to yourself because I'm going to ask you a few questions and I want you to write down your answers. All right. Now, don't do this while you're driving or running on the treadmill. Okay. I take no responsibility for personal injury. Don't do this when you're driving. Don't do this when you're working out. And also keep in mind that with all things, you get out of it what you put into it. So you will get more out of this episode. You will benefit more if you put more into it. And that means actually doing this versus passively absorbing my words and just thinking about it. I want you to put some effort into this episode so that you get more out of it. Not because it's going to hurt my feelings if you don't do it, but because you will benefit more. It has the ability to change you and take you to the next level if you actually do it. So now that you have your pen, your paper, or your notes app open on your phone, or an email you're going to type to yourself or whatever, I'm going to ask a few questions and I want you to write down your answers. Now, don't overanalyze. Don't think too much about it. Just write down the first answer you think of. So question number one is this. Do you know what to eat for fat loss? Do you know what to eat for fat loss? Do you have a sense, yes or no, of the foods that are going to support your goals? I don't mean, do you know exactly what would be best? Let's not be purists. I'm not a purist. I don't think there's any benefit in being a purist, except in theory, but certainly not in practice. Do you have a sense of the foods that are going to support your goals? Yes or no? Do you have a sense of the foods that are going to support your goals? That's question number one. Question number two is this. Do you know some improvements you could make that would help you move towards your goals? Yes or no? 
based on what you've been doing, not necessarily in the first 30 minutes of this day, but overall, looking at, say, the last month of the choices that you have made, can you identify, yes or no, some improvements for you, for you, based on what you've been doing, say, over the last 30 days? Do you know some improvements you could make that would help your progress, that would move you towards your goals? Do you know? That's question two. Question three, are you taking action on those improvements on a consistent basis? Not once or twice a week, not Monday through Friday. Are you doing that work? Whatever it is, those improvements or those foods that would carry you towards your goals, are you doing it? Are you doing what you know would help you? Yes or no? This is not a time to be critical judgmental, or to be thinking, oh my gosh, I suck, what's wrong with me? It's just objective. We are answering questions. You're not sharing them with the world, so there's no judgment, no need for shame. Are you doing what you know would help you? That's it. Question number four, I want you to take a little bit more time with this question, because the others have been yes or no. This one's a little bit more involved, so if you have to pause this, please do so. Question number four is this to take action on those improvements, right? If we look at number one, do you know what you would have to eat to, generally speaking, make more progress towards your goals? Do you know, question two, what would be an improvement you could make to make more progress or move more quickly in the direction of your goals? Question four is this, what would need to change? What would you need to do? What are those changes? Whether you're doing them or not, what would they be? How would your choices need to look different? How would your days need to look different? What would you need to change to do those things? Please don't filter this through what you're ready to do, what you're able to do, what you're willing to do, what you feel like doing. Just write down the changes. This is not a subjective exercise. It's very objective. What would need to change? What would I have to do? Not to be a perfectionist, but to institute what would be an improvement for me based on where I'm at right now and my goals. I really want you to hear that and understand it. I'm not saying that this is where you write down, I'd never be able to have ice cream again. I need to stop eating sugar. I need to drop, stop drinking wine. No, no, no. What I'm saying is what are those things that you would need to change in order to implement what's an improvement for you based on where you are now, generally speaking, over the last 30 days, and where you want to go. Just write down those things. Free associate, no judgment, no criticism. What would need to change for you to make improvements based on where you are now and what you want to accomplish or achieve? Now, I want you to evaluate how you're thinking, how you're feeling about your answer to number four. Because what you are thinking or feeling about that particular part of this exercise determines what I want you to do next. For some of you, maybe you just had a breakthrough. Maybe defining what represents an improvement or what you would need to change has you feeling empowered. Now you have a strategy. Fantastic. I know what to do. I've got it down on paper. I realized that this one thing would be an improvement for me and I'm ready to do that thing. I thought it was this big overarching thing, but now I see that this improvement, if I just start doing it, is going to move me in the direction. If that's you, if you're feeling like, oh, 
I've got it. I know I don't have to be a purist. I don't have to do a whole 30. I don't have to cut out sugar. I don't have to stop drinking wine. I just need to capitalize on this thing that would be an improvement for me. If you're now feeling like you've got a plan and a strategy, great. Go do that thing. Practice that improvement every single day. When you drop the ball, pick it back up and get going again, right? Just like if you were practicing basketball, you're going to miss shots. That's fine. You don't storm off and think you blew it and you have to come back for another perfect round tomorrow. No, no. You just pick up the ball and you take another shot. And the more shots you take, the more shots you make. So if that's you and you're feeling like I'm empowered, I now have a strategy, I have an idea, awesome. Go do that thing. Practice, practice, not expecting perfection and keep doing it until it's your new normal, until it's your new baseline. And then come back to this episode and repeat this process. Okay, now that I have this new normal, do I know something that would be an improvement that would carry me forward? Can I define it? What would have to change? And then go do that thing, right? Repeat the process. So if that's where you're at, you are good to go. This episode is over for you. That's your next rock. That's your focus. You're welcome. But for the rest of you, if going through that, defining what would have to change, what would have to be different, what represents an improvement, if that leaves you thinking, I can't, it's not that easy, I've tried that, I can't stick with it. If you're thinking anything along those lines, then food is not your issue. Food is not your issue. So you can start saving your time and energy that you've spent looking for food solutions or fitness solutions, that's not your issue. And that's not a criticism. That's not a bad thing. It's just that we need to start focusing on the problem that is instead of the problem that isn't. Because if you know what you could improve, if you know one or two things that you could do differently that would represent an improvement for you, not perfection, but an improvement, but you're feeling like, I can't, or I don't, or it's hard, then food is not your issue. We've got to work on mindset. That's your work. That's your practice. That's your focus. That's your big rock. You've got to focus on the mindset side of things because until you remove that barrier, you're going to frustrate yourself looking for the food solution or the fitness solution. That's not the problem. I want you to focus on figuring out why do you struggle to keep the promises you make to yourself? Why do you turn to food? What emotions or situations or thought processes are contributing to not choosing what you want most, but rather choosing what's easy or familiar? That work has nothing to do with diet. That work has nothing to do with exercise. And you know, that's one of the reasons that I created Breaking Barriers, really, for myself, kind of, because I realized that all the solutions that I was finding for fat loss, for improving your body composition, were about diet and exercise. And for me, and if you're still listening, but you already feel empowered, you might be one of the people where just doing what you know to do is the solution. But for me, when I was at my heaviest, that wasn't it. It was the mindset stuff, right? And I didn't find that out there anywhere. Everyone was just telling me what to eat. And it was like, I know, but I'm not doing it. And I'm frustrated with myself that I'm not doing it. What's wrong with me? Why am I not doing what I know to do? And I couldn't find anything out there for that. So that's why I created Breaking Barriers, self-guided, so that you take yourself through what's in your way. Because what I found for myself and what I find to be true in the majority of people I work with in Fat Loss Fast Tracks or people that go through breaking barriers, their issues are not 
nutrition or movement, it's self-trust, it's self-confidence, it's self-discipline, it's self-talk, right? If you can identify the changes that you could make or should make or want to make, but you're not executing despite knowing what to do, please don't give any more attention or energy to nutrition and fitness because that's not where your work is. Invest that energy and attention into the mindset side of things. Yeah, one way to do that, for those of you who are wondering, okay, but how? Because that's where I was at too. One way is breaking barriers. One way is going through that course and taking the exercises and the activities to guide you through not only figuring out what's holding you back and what's in your way, but more importantly, overcoming it, putting it behind you, right? Instead of overpowering or overshadowing the true issues by focusing on food and fitness. That's one choice, but it's not for everybody, right? I'll link to breaking barriers in the show notes and all the details about what it is and how it works, but that's not for everybody, Some people feel like they want or need that structure and guidance. I'm one of those people, and that's why I put the tool out there for you guys. But for the rest of you, you might want to give it a go on your own. Figure it out on your own. So I want to help you guys too. I want to help you solve the problem that is instead of encouraging you to waste time or energy or money on the problem that isn't. Some of the biggest non-food issues that I see and, and work with my clients on One of them is believing in and reinforcing and sending yourself messages that you can't. Whatever it is that you want to do that you can't. And for as long as you believe that you can't, you won't. I've shared with you guys before a phrase that I love, can't lives on won't street. Can't lives on won't street. The things you say you can't do, it's really more reflective of what you won't do. It's not that you can't improve your food choices or get more consistent or be more positive. It's that up until this point, you won't bring your attention to what you need to do and your determination to do those things. So maybe that's your work right there. Being more aware of the things you're saying you can't do and questioning, is that true that I can't do it or have I just not earned it yet? Have I not worked for it enough yet? Have I not tried hard enough to solve the real problems instead of diverting my attention to what I thought the problem is? Have I just given up on myself too much? So maybe your initial work is just honesty, awareness of your thoughts, and then questioning whether your limitations are real or if it's just that you need to bring some more attitude adjustment, some more effort to those things. Another real common one that I see and and work with my clients on very regularly is focusing too much on what's wrong versus on how you can make it right. I get it and I understand that I'm not taking away from the fact that you might be busy or tired or stressed or overwhelmed or hormonally imbalanced. I get it. I'm not taking away from any of that. But maybe your work is to practice redirecting your focus from what's wrong to What can I make right today? I can't solve everything in one day, but what can I make a little bit more right today? What can I do to make my food choices a little bit more right today? What can I do to make my effort a little bit more right today? What can I do to make my attitude a little bit more right today? Or maybe, and this is another big challenge that I see with many of my clients, is maybe you need to pay attention. Maybe the first thing you focus on is paying attention to how you're feeling prior to making a choice. And that's it. Not trying to change the choices you're making, but noticing the state you're in before you make the choice. 
right? Journaling can help you do this. Am I tired? Am I emotional? Am I frustrated? Am I resigned? Am I angry, joyful, energized? Beginning to pay attention to the precursor emotions with your choices. You will be amazed at how empowering and informative this is. Gosh, it seems like when I'm struggling, I'm tired at the point of decision or I'm frustrated at the point of decision. And it seems like When I make good choices, I'm more energized or I'm more positive. So understanding that, gosh, I'm really at a high risk time right now because I'm tired. I share with my, and I think most recently with my fat loss fast track veterans, that I know my highest risk times are when I'm emotional or when I'm tired. And so one of the things I do at the start of every week is I anticipate where might I struggle this week? Is there something emotional that's kind of on deck? Or do I know that because of my schedule, I might be kind of feeling a little bit more tired on Thursday or Friday of this week? So what can I do to counteract that? Either what can I do to be more rested? What can I do to manage my emotions and maybe practice more gratitude or meditate more often or get in a few more workouts? What can I do to counteract the times at which I am most vulnerable? Just that awareness is transformative. Here's the bottom line that I want you to get from this episode. Do you know what you can improve? Define it. Put it down on paper. And then once you've defined it, say, am I able and willing to do one of these things? One of these improvements? Am I able and willing to execute it? If you are, Go do it. Do it every single day. When you screw up, get right back to it and keep practicing until it becomes your new normal and then go through the process again. But if you define it and you think, I can't, it's hard, I don't believe in myself, then your work is mindset work. You can work on it yourself or you can invest in a solution that guides you through it like breaking barriers. There's no wrong option other than Spending time, energy, and money trying to solve the problem that isn't instead of investing your time and energy and money into solving the problem that is. I hope you guys have found this helpful and I hope that you will come back to this episode. It's a shorter one. Come back to this episode and use it as a tool as you evolve and grow in your journey. And don't forget two things. Our next episode is going to be about holiday survival strategies and feeling really good and confident and proud through the holidays without feeling like you're deprived or missing out. And the second thing is if you're like, I want to know more about this breaking barriers, check out the links in the show notes because I've got posts all about FAQs and what you can expect and how it works and also how you can get started with it. So thanks so much for hanging out with me, guys. And I really hope that you will decide I am going to focus on the real problem instead of distracting myself with a problem that isn't really the problem. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks always for being here. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash 
join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.